And we're back. <laughs> this is episode two of our 4K podcast. I'm Matt Dijak. I'm Sasha Nader. This is This One Time on the 4K. And we have a fantastic, fantastic guest today. Mixed up my words there. You mixed up your words? <laughs> oh, man. It's under so much pressure now for Who's this, this intro. Who's this guest? <laughs> <Street> dealer. <laughs> No, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it. Our guest is Sophia Garber, and she's a pretty cool alumni that we're going to chat to today and talk a little bit more about her 4K experience. And preparations, and yeah, just kind of what it was like for her. Yeah. All right, let's go. It's truly an honor to be here with these pro podcasters. (laughs) Guys, this is our second time recording a podcast and, and we're learning new things we're learning every new time. things every single time that's and that's such a good um transition into a 4k life lesson wow you learn something new every day so every our guest day. today is sophia garber and she is an alumni of 2017 team san francisco what what and um today we're going to talk about sophia's experience why she did the 4k how she could describe the 4K in one word. That's a tough one. Which is a new challenge we are introducing all of a sudden. And what else? I'm curious about your preparation for the 4K. I think that would be helpful for, for people to hear. We have a lot yeah. of upstate New Yorkers, so yeah. I know. We do have a lot of upstate Geneseo. New Yorkers. If you guys are lucky, we can talk about everyone's cardio routines. <laughs> <laughs> I have a really extensive cardio routine Okay, we'll these cut days. that. Cut it. I don't know. I guess it's still recording. You can check. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're still good. good. We're still good. All right, Sophia, let's dive in. Why did you originally sign up for the 4K? Um, I heard about the 4K about two years before I signed up from a friend who knew someone whose, like, sister's uncle did it. And we spent, like, a fair amount of time stalking them, and I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever heard of. And so I was always in the back of my head that I wanted to do it. And then the night before I was leaving to go abroad, I realized that I didn't know what I was doing after I graduated, and I panicked. So I applied for the 4K, and then I forgot about it. Um, And I was, like, really not planning on doing it. But then I I did more Instagram stalking, and I realized that... Insta. That it just, it it looked like an incredible opportunity, and I really wanted to do something that was meaningful, Um, and cancer is something that's affected my life and my friends' lives a lot, so I I knew this was the ride to do, and then I signed up. Sure. So did you apply early or later on in the process? I applied early. So I think I applied August 18th. To be okay. exact, wow. <laughs> the day before my dad's birthday. Yeah, <laughs> it's very specific. <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty sure that was the date, and I um, but then I I didn't accept for a fair amount of time because I was like busy playing with monkeys in Peru and I, of course yeah of course Sophia was one of those people in like our column that says pending for like three months yeah Sorry. I was trying to, I was trying to remember <laughs> your onboarding process but I didn't join the team until December. Of that year, so I wouldn't have been there for Well, Sophia. she probably had to do like a Skype interview. Yeah, I, I oh, Skype interviewed with she was in a different country with Skylar. Yeah, with Skylar. And then I, in my head during the interview, I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then because I was just like, I'm in Peru, like, I'm not going to fundraise the amount. I'm not, I am like not super into like going to the gym, so I was like, I don't know how the training's gonna go. Cardio, cardio, <laughs> and um, and so I just was like, and then also. 
I was like, maybe it's my like my last summer I'll ever have, so I should like enjoy it. But um, I actually texted one of my friends who was the original person who told me about it, um, who's a very inspiring person, and I was like what do I do? Like, these are my doubts. I don't know if I can do it. What do you think? And she gave me like the best advice. She was like, don't trust your head. Like that guy's a jerk. Like don't trust your heart. That guy's an emotional wreck. Like just trust your gut. Like as human beings, we have this like instinctual ability to know what's right and wrong to do. And my gut was telling me I should bike across the country. So I did. Dang. That's awesome. That's some good advice. And, Who is yeah. this friend of yours? Yeah. Kaylee Hallahan. She hasn't done 4K, but like she would be the best. Can she just ever. write advice pieces for us? Yeah, uh, yeah. Just you can send out. We can. She can just start her own 4K column. Like, yeah. that's pretty good we stuff. Can put her on right the blog. I did hear a good um, tidbit this weekend when I was watching Queer Eye. Lots of good tidbits. Thank in God there. that show came back. It truly. Uh, thank God. Sometimes you're when you feel buried, you're just being planted. Ooh. Isn't that nice? I like that. That's good. It made me think a lot. I was like, yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Um, well, cool. Well, I had a, two things you brought Matt up there. Matt has good follow-up questions. Well, I'm going to pivot to him. Okay. <laughs> pivot. <laughs> this is kind of jumping around pivot. a bit. The two things you mentioned was when you were hesitant about the 4K was the fundraising and actually doing the 4K. And obviously being here now, you did the 4K. You trained. You rode yeah. all the mileage. But also, I remember fundraising. You fundraised how much? Yeah. 9,700. I didn't make it to 10,000. I'm so sad. <laughs> but it was close. You almost got that blanket. I, on LinkedIn, I say I raised almost 10,000 because <laughs> I don't feel like it. We'll vouch for you. Don't on worry. LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah. But what oh. was some of the, the approaches you took with fundraising, especially being abroad? Yeah. Early so on. Um, when I first, so I actually, my like 4K coordinator, Greta, she matched Gertz. me up. Gertz. She uh, matched me up with someone else who had fundraised while they were abroad, which was really helpful because oh. I, I forget who it was. Christina? But I don't know. I can look it up in my email. But she was really awesome. And she gave me, like, tips about it. Just, like, spend this time that you have, like, planning. Um, and also, like, like reach out to people uh, via social media. So that was what I did at first. And I made, like, a big announcement on social media. And then um, I sent out a lot of emails at first. And I don't have, like, a super large family. So I wasn't really planning on, like, relying on my family. So I also did a lot of brainstorming about events I could do when I got back and I started like reaching out while I was in Peru to for events like in the spring um and that worked out really well because I got like really into it and I ended up having like a million and 12 fundraising events (laughs) which is how I raised the money um because I I really wasn't too I didn't want to just rely on asking people which I know a lot of people do but so I had I think I think it ended up being probably like 15, 16 different events, maybe. Um, some Still big, some lot, small. Though. And, like, some race, like, a lot, a lot of money. Some, I also was, like, really, like, crazy. By some were, year. like, hit and miss, though, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, like, like, I, I um, attempted to have a hot dog eating contest, and the date was, like, the day after there was this big news story that broke that a girl, like, died after a pancake eating contest. And so, I like, that. Yeah, that would yeah. only happen to you. It was so bad. And I had a hot dog eating contest, like, planned. Also, hot dog eating contest, like, really not a moneymaker because you have to spend a lot of money on hot dogs. And it just, like, didn't really make sense. But I wanted to do it. And... It ended, I just, like, was, like, I think I really shouldn't do this. So, instead, I just, like, set up a table and raised, I think, $3. Did you just sell hot dogs instead? Or? No, I didn't I didn't buy them because I oh. am a procrastinator. Thank God, though, because I, then it would have been a lot of waste of money. 
There yeah. will probably be a lot of takeaways from this show, but one is hot dog eating contest. <laughs> not, not a good idea. <laughs> not that's a, a large money That's maker. a miss. Difficult yeah. to execute. Yeah, I think it's definitely one of those things where it's like you can go all in on the event. You just have to be like, yeah. understand that like some might not yeah. return as you expect. And like some like I didn't did, think were like wild, so. Right. Like I did a one of those frozen yogurt places, like 25% of the proceeds. Oh, yeah. That's a good and one. it was like cool that like all my friends were like trying to spend as much money as possible on their frozen yogurt, which was like, you know, $12. But then I only I got. I spent way too much money. Then I only got 25% yogurt. of that. And I was like, you could have just given me $12. <laughs> Yeah. And I maybe would have, like, taken you out for a froyo sometime. But, yeah, yeah but I think it's definitely, like, you have to be very methodical when you're planning events to make right. sure that you're going to get the most bang yeah. for your buck. And I, I think I, like, learned as I went. Like, the first one, like, I was so nervous about it. I was like, I'm not going to raise any money. And then I raised a lot. And then there was another one that I didn't do so well at. So it just kind of was, like, also by the end, my friends were, like, we can't spend any more money for you because <laughs> they really were awesome with going to everything to going to all your events so many facebook events i made yeah truly so many so we talked a little about fundraising the other piece that you were nervous about was like training and the cardio bit which i feel like we need to give people backstory while we keep saying cardio cardio <laughs> Uh, I went for a bike ride for the first time in like six months yesterday <laughs> and it took me an hour to go 11 miles on some very serious hills, I just want to say, which full disclosure is part of the training loop that the 4K <laughs> riders are going to go on this year. I think when you I was initially, like testing it out. When you initially told the story, you didn't say lots of hills or well, other factors. It was a lot but... of hills and... I probably should have brought some shot blocks. I mean, there's no reason to justify, like, a ten, like 11 miles in an hour. That's good. That's yeah, that, good, that's, yeah. Anywho. Yeah. I need to do more cardio. Yeah, I was point. joking. I'm probably back to where I was before I even did the 4K. Oh, I'm, I think, yeah, I think I'm behind where I was. Which, full disclosure, was, like, five years ago, so <laughs> it's a long time. Yeah, I went on my first <laughs> bike ride since I moved to Baltimore, which is, what, like, five months ago? Um, the other day, and I truly rode, like, maybe four miles and was sore the next day, so... Yeah, it, like, it comes, like, you gain the muscle really fast, like, in the first couple of weeks on the 4K, but, like, the moment you get back, it's, like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just, like, that's where we insert the sound effects, but you're just gonna do it for us. That's great, man. Give it a shot. So, how did you train, like... I know that there was, like, you have to tell us about that great video about, like, the first time oh, yeah. you flipped into your bike. Yeah, so I was going to school in upstate New York, SUNY Geneseo, best place on earth, and um, I the weather up there is pretty bad. Like, the winter lasts, like, 17 months, so you really don't get much time outside. So, uh, <laughs> luckily... Um, what kind of calendar is that? <laughs> <laughs> It's really just, like, horrendous, and it's pretty miserable to be outside for most of the year. So I did a lot of spin classes. They gave, like, they, the gym has uh, free spin classes, and so I would just, and they have them almost every day, so I would just go as much as I could. I also, um, like, danced a ton, which was helpful, so I was already really active, um, and then I was also spinning a lot. Um, I actually didn't get a lot of time on my bike outside because I was um in the the arctic but um <laughs> i actually well so the first time i clipped in um i 
like truly didn't understand like the concept of having your feet stuck in a pedal. It's and a so weird concept. It's so strange and it's really scary if and you think about it. They're also called clipless pedals, <laughs> which is just, like yeah. so counterintuitive. It doesn't make much sense. But I had my friends holding onto my bike, and I was like, and I wanted to record it so I could like get the like the whole the full like feel. I was gonna do like a fundraising video or like look at me, I can clip in now. And I didn't pedal, so I was just like standing still on a bike, and you just. When you do that anyway, you just fall over. So I really just fell over, and it was really embarrassing. Oh, your friends let go. They like I was like, let go. I can do it now. And I didn't start pedaling. And so the, my friend yeah. let go, and then I just, like, toppled over. My balance is superior right now. <laughs> like, that well, is the best way to practice, though, yeah. is to, like, have someone hold the bike while you practice clipping in and out. So you, like, yeah. you understand how to, like, move your foot. But then, but then the first time I went up a hill and I was clipped in, my friend was on a beach cruiser uh, on, like, one of our training rides, and Genesee was really hilly, so we were going like, up a hill, and she, I, I looked back and she was miles behind me because she couldn't go up because like it doesn't have enough, it doesn't have like gears, I oh, guess. Good point. Yeah. And so she's really far back. So I, I turned around and like I hadn't been used to turning around, and oh, so no. I just like fell in the middle of like the road. Like a truck stopped and asked me if I was okay. I was like, please, sir, please let me be. I feel like you have to fall at least once or twice clipped oh, in. I, yeah. Truly fell. Where you're going. Yeah. I fell the entire summer. I I was like the master at whenever I was going slowly, I would always fall. <laughs> yeah, if you lose your momentum and don't unclip, you're definitely gonna fall. But I feel like for the runners, like their preparation is a lot easier because most people know how to yeah. run. And their biggest thing is just like that's making why they sure. sign up for the run. That's there what they there sign really up for the aren't run. that many cyclists that sign up to do the run. That's true. Anything, if anything, you'll get runners who sign up to do the bike ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like with the run, it's more just about running, like just, just running. Don't trip. <laughs> <laughs> Which will happen. They have like nice and big band aids for like when they trip and fall. But Ugh. I think I mean with the cycle, it's like cycling so much less impact of a sport. Whereas, like, running is a lot higher impact. So making sure yeah. that they, like, actually properly train to, like, condition themselves before they depart is a I lot more critical. I feel like each critical. year the runners have more injuries and they can't run, which usually is just overuse. It's overuse. I think it's just because, like, they push themselves too hard usually. Probably except for our team, but... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I feel like when the run teams have, um, like, more... What's the word I'm looking for? Like stress-related They did feel like get like stress-related injuries, but it's when they have more discipline went about like not overdoing their miles. Like a lot of them want to do more uh, I, miles. I get what you mean, yeah. Then they don't get injured. So it's really just like about being disciplined about like how many miles you should actually be doing a day. Especially early on. Because yeah. if you... People are excited. They want Exactly. Like, if you onboarded back in September and you've been waiting nine months or something like yeah. that for the 4K to start, you want to go just all out yeah. those first couple of days which yeah then you remember you have an additional 44 days after <laughs> your first rest day to right. keep going but i think that as far as like you it is a little bit easier to like train throughout the winter when you're running like when i yeah. before i got my bike and like before it was like warm enough i would go on runs to get that hmm. cardio in yeah. before i could like ride my bike which was a lot easier in the winter yeah i mean it's still kind of brutal but it's easier to run in a treadmill. Yeah, I thought the biggest thing was going to be just, like, stamina, but honest, which, like, partially it was, but I yeah. think you gain that pretty fast. But, like, just knowing how to ride in a group was something that we all had to figure out how to do, 
and also practicing stopping at stoplights because I didn't. <laughs> that is like you a really right <laughs> what? There's not that many stoplights in Genesee. I like, won't usually... need to stop on my way across the country. Cars yield to me. <laughs> Not a good thing to do, but... Yeah, but that's think, a good point. That's yeah. what we're trying to do this year. Yeah, make yeah. people ride in groups. And I was really lucky. I had, like, friends who cycled all the time. So, like, we would go out in groups of, like, three and four. Oh, must be nice. And it was really nice. Oh, yeah, must be nice. I usually just Sorry. bike with My Dan. friends are better than your friends. I well, did ride with uh, a group of 50-plus guys what? who, like, they had, like, a cycling <laughs> club in a... Uh, like where I'm from, and they invited me out a few times, but they're so much faster than me. That sounds about right. Yeah, I was like way behind them. <laughs> yeah, I never rode with a cycling club for that reason, probably. Uh, no, I never did that either. I was still pretty Scary. slow, though, before I got my pedals. Same. Like everyone else had pedals, and I was riding with them, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see now why you have those. But I think that was a good point what you brought up before with people doing alternative training rather yeah. than just pounding on miles mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of four care is always like, Oh, it's too cold outside. Oh, I don't have time to go for a two hour ride or something like that. But you made it work with going to spin, doing mm-hmm. dance, any other like alternative things of the gym. Yeah. Um, I am not a big gym fan. So I was like, <laughs> I really tried to avoid doing that, but also, like, I know my body pretty well, and I know that, like, I, I, I was, like, pretty, I was very active in college, so, and I've done, like, bike trips like this, so I, I knew I could survive it, um, but I also, like, if, if you're, like, someone who's not as active, I think it's really important to, like, get your stamina up so that you know you can finish the days, because um, the first, like, the first day, I think, was the only one where I, there was, like, a, a hot second where I was, like, what am I doing? I have to do this for the next 69 days. That's it? That's the only time you had that moment? Uh, yes. I I, th- I think that night I was, like, wow, what did I get myself into? But besides that, like, because I was already an active person, it wasn't too, bi- like, too big of a shock to my system. Whereas, yeah. like, if someone's going from, like, zero to 4K, that's going to be, that's, like, definitely. That's a fantastic meter. <laughs> Great Like, phrase. definitely <laughs> a, a shock, and that's how people hurt themselves. Yeah, and sure. I think that's probably, like, the best advice I can give to people is, like, when you're following the training plan, there's a reason that, like, those weekends are stacked with, like, two long rides or two long runs. It's because you, we want your body to get used to doing, like, it over and over again like day after day so like being able to ride like 45 miles and then the next day riding 55 miles is like gonna help your body like adjust to that and your Mm -hmm. butt frankly for riding and same for running like being able to ride run like 13 miles and then like 11 miles the next day like that's gonna prepare you a lot better Hmm. definitely so looking back on your 4k experience was there one particularly tough day that stood out to you during the ride Hmm, yes. Uh, well, so, like, physically, there was one day where I, like, definitely had a stomach bug or something. But, like, it, we were riding 112 miles, and it was, like, first really cold, and then it got really hot, and it was just, like, truly miserable, both temperatures. And I was just, like, puking all over Utah. But... <laughs> You know, and that was the just desert like, climate can be very cold at night and in the morning, yeah. and then at the peak of the, so the day, hot. it can be You guys are like central Utah, right? And dry. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because you went to Salt Lake. Yeah, we went to Salt Lake. Okay. And this was, uh, like it was north, a few days north central. before Salt Lake or something, but 
there was like a group of geology students at like this like park looking at rocks and I was like throwing up next to them that was hard to get through but like honestly like it was kind of funny so like it was it wasn't like I was like that ill that I had to go in the van so that, that was hard and then after Trail Ridge Road which was I mean Trail Ridge was was really challenging but like in a really positive way but then after Trail Ridge we still had like 40 miles left to ride <laughs> it was flat and I just had expended everything emotionally and physically yeah. and I truly thought that was the end I was like I don't want to do we like re- we all cracked at that's what we call it when you like crack when it's like your breaking point <laughs> we all were at this gas station just like like scary laughing because we knew we had to ride 40 more miles and we couldn't do it but we did it we weren't happy about it but we so did like it. i would say trail which is probably like one of the most mentally taxing yeah. days yeah. just because you immediately like wake up and climb like 25 miles to like twelve thousand feet yeah and then descend that in like half minutes. less than that it's <laughs> like, so depressing when that happens when you descend it in like yeah. five minutes yeah and, and apparently then you it? still have 40 miles did to you guys get day. to descend that we did it started raining right at the bottom because i heard i heard one team they like rode all the way up and then they had to van down because well, there was so much it's bad like, weather i mean there's always thunderstorms it's monsoon yeah. season yeah in like oh the afternoon God. so like you really have to get up there early and down early if you want to miss the thunderstorm my yeah. team did the same thing we were in colorado and it started pouring on us when we got to the top of the, our highest peak of elevation. And the host was like, oh, yeah, it's monsoon season. We're like, yeah, of course, oh, yeah, of course it is. Naturally. Out, out in July, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I think that's a good point is when you invest so much mentally for a specific climb or part of a ride, then you realize afterwards, oh, I still have half the day left. Yeah. I feel like those days, yeah. looking back on my 4K experience, were probably some of the tougher ones also. I was, like, notorious for, like, not being able to ride fast days after like really hard ride so like I would push myself like really hard for a day and then the next day I would be like a sloth like just like, like I think that's what people call power endurance yeah I guess I don't have that <laughs> I don't have it either the day after my birthday like I, I think I was I was like just miles behind everyone well like, and I think what's God. funny is you know we all talk about like not being able to do the descent and that stinks but like runners actually have to run up and down which yeah. suck both ways oh yeah like yeah whether it's your quads or your shins like it hurts <sighs> Yeah, it's still the pounding. It's still the pounding on the pavement. <laughs> but you do, there is probably, like, I would assume still, like, a really great sense of accomplishment when you, like, run up a mountain. Oh, definitely. And, yeah. like, having, like, that view. and But, yeah, you have the same feeling where it's like, oh, okay, now I have to run down. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sophia, if you could sum up the 4K, your 4K experience in one word. Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm going to say... Mountain. I knew she was going to say mountain. I saw her <laughs> lips go, mah. It's the, it is like the most frequent landform. It's my favorite landform. I think the whole 4K is like a mountain. Like you're. Oh, get, get yeah. deep with yeah. us. Yeah. Tell us you're, why. Yeah. Because you're, you're climbing something that is so challenging and it's like beyond what, what humans are necessarily meant to do but you're conquering yourself and you're pushing forward and then like crossing that finish line at the end is like being at the peak and like looking out and being like, I just biked across the country. Look at this. So what was that like? What, what was the feeling when you like turned that corner and saw the Golden Gate Bridge? Um, the, well, I mean this in a positive way, but like disappointing because it was really foggy and we didn't see the bridge. I remember being like, 
looking at it and being like, that's Wait it. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I biked all the way here to see a bunch of fog. Yeah, but... you have like a 50-50 shot with that one. <laughs> no, no, but it was, I mean, that day was, like, it was honestly kind of hard for me because I just didn't want it to end. And I was very, I was like clicking on to the legs of my teammates, like a four-year-old. I just like, don't want you to leave me. But also, like, seeing my parents for the first time and, like, riding into Chrissy Field was, like, the most empowering feeling. Just knowing that you, you had accomplished this incredible feat. And and then, like, running into the ocean, that was just, like, crazy. And we looked like maniacs. But, but um, I don't know, it's kind of ineffable. But it was just, like, it, like, I was, like, swelled up with joy. That's how I could say it. That's pretty, pretty awesome. That's awesome. I think... My other question would be, when you describe in the 4K as a mountain, was there, like, an aha moment where it just clicked, like, oh, I would describe the 4K as a mountain, like, some moment on the ride? It's a good snap. Uh, wow, hmm. see how I can't... Wow, why is it so... Oh, this hand's better. <laughs> I think maybe when we were riding into Boulder, like, the first time that we had see, we could see the Rocky Mountains, because mm-hmm. that was, like, the, 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 the mountain range that I was most excited for, and... People have been saying they could see them for days because it was really flat, and I'm like, I can't see anything. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't believe you. But like, finally, when we hit that stride, we there was like one. We like went down this like beautiful hill, which actually was the wrong way because we had to go back up it afterwards. But like that moment, like, like going, a 4K. yeah, exactly. We like it was like so emotional. Like someone was playing a beautiful song, and like I could see the Rockies for the first time. I realized that like that like I could climb them and it, w- it wasn't going to be something that I was nervous for, but I was more excited for. I think like that, that change of perspective when looking at a challenge was the moment that I realized like, this is like, this whole thing is a mountain. This whole thing is a climb, but that's not a, a bad thing anymore. Now it's a good thing. Oh, we should definitely have Miley Cyrus. It's, it's the climb play now. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Is that Miley Cyrus or Hannah Montana? Oh, Miley. Oh, Miley. It's both. Oh, is it both? It was from her movie. Oh, oh I don't know. I think. I would like to not know that. That's <laughs> <laughs> very better for a while. <laughs> All right. Do we have any other questions for Sophia? I don't know. Can you think of anything I think else? the last thing, just to, like, end on, is, like, if you... We talked a lot about, like, how you, like, came around to, like, choosing to take this experience. So, like, if you had any advice for, like, people who were thinking about applying or, like, not sure if it's, like, the right time, like, why they should, like, take that leap of faith. Um, I think that... I mean, you grow the most when you're doing something that's so far outside of your comfort zone that you have to, you have to like fill and like reach that point. So I think there's never going to be a perfect time. I mean, like it's never going to be the exact right time to take two months of your life and bike across the country or run across the country, but it's such an important experience to, to be able to watch yourself exceed your own expectations. And I think that you know, if there's any part of you that feels like this is the right thing to do, you really have to make it work and just do it. Because, you, like, it, I think, I can't imagine where I would be if I didn't do 4K. Like, I wouldn't be in Baltimore. I wouldn't have found all these people who are so important to me now. So I, I think just, like, taking the leap is the hardest part. And, like, you, you'll figure out the rest. You'll, you'll be able to fundraise. You'll be able to ride or run. Just take the leap. Awesome. That's perfect. All right. Thanks, Sophia. Yeah. Thanks for having me.